0: Welcome to Did We Say That podcast featuring Frick and Frack, also known as Lori and Erica. Thanks for listening. Hi, guys. So, Did We Say That podcast, why are we here? Why are you listening? We understand that there are so many podcasts out there, and what's going to set us apart is we are two girlfriends. We met at work and you know, just in the mundane every day, we became really, really good friends that go there with each other. We talk about things that most people don't talk about because it's considered taboo or embarrassing. And with the two of us, we just kinda let our hair down and talk about things because it's real life. So yeah, sometimes things in life are embarrassing or just things that you don't wanna talk about, but. To have someone that you can just be your true authentic self and not have to worry about being politically correct is one of the greatest gifts and we kind of want
1: to invite you into our world and talk about things. I think it's also very important to share your story um, because when you share your story there are people like you out there, you know, not knowing if you should say anything or maybe you don't think you feel like the way you should be feeling and you know, we want to validate that because between the both of us, we have such different life experiences that we can really touch everybody out there pretty much, Um, especially from where we come from. Both of us have different backgrounds. We, you know, have different stories, but yet we do the same thing every day. And And we're close as ever, I mean, Lori and I met at work several
0: years ago and people think that we're sisters just because when you have that camaraderie with somebody that you can just be who you truly are without a filter, without a front, you know, and listening to other people's experiences, like, I don't know what it's like to walk through Lori's life and she doesn't know what it's like to walk through mine. And when we talk to each other, you just kind of have a different perspective on life. And on Did We Say That podcast, we are definitely gonna open ourselves up and kinda go there and let you see who we are more than just frickin' frack and the silliness of it all, which we promise to bring that as well. And then also bring people on that can really speak to different aspects like, you know, health and fitness and nutrition and you know
1: Like, I'm divorced. I'm a single mom. Lori got married. I got married late. I got married at 37. Um, Never thought in a million years I would actually get married, you know? So um, I I grew up in the suburbs. Erica grew up in in the Bronx. Like, there's just, there's so many um, differences, but we're basically taking our journeys together as best friends and helping each other out and listening and just, you know, going there, really. I mean, it, I mean, it, it is what it is. So we're hoping that uh, you guys would, uh, you guys understand, and um, we're hoping that we can relate to many of you um, all across the board. We want to get
0: comfortable with the uncomfortable and invite some of you guys on to talk about things that you know, you've gone through in your lives or just things that interest you, whether it's finances or like I said before, health and fitness or relationships and and just kind of go there because it's real life. So just a quick little background. So as Lori said, I am from the Bronx. I am 32 years old. I have had quite the interesting life that you don't always hear about. Mm. Um, that's for sure. I became a mom very, very, very young in life. And not the typical way that one becomes one, but here we are. My daughter is now 18 and thriving. And, um, you know, when I was my daughter's age, both my parents were very sick and I was putting myself through college. Um, and we'll get into that on a deeper level, but to come from the hood, so to speak, put myself through college and then end up in the suburbs with the white picket fence, you know, it, it, it's it's wild. And, it, you know, things like that don't just happen. And you know, if anyone is really, truly interested in that, I would really like to go through that that journey. But, you know, the American dream, what is that? Does it exist? You know, now that I live in a house, you know, do I feel fulfilled and what is fulfillment? I think that that's different for everybody. And, you know, we all have like these hoops that we wanna jump through and, and what happens when we get through
1: those hoops? Yes, absolutely. So a little bit about me, um, I'm 40 years old. I recently got married at 37. Um, I grew up on Long Island my entire life. Um, I went to school away in Connecticut, but I eventually came back here, uh, cause Long Island to me is home. Um, and, um, I, you know, had a lot of obstacles such as being diagnosed with Crohn's disease right out of college. Um, and now, you know, getting married late. Um, like my husband and I, we are, you know, trying to have a baby. Um, so, you know, we'll get more into that, but, um, I know that's a, a big issue, um, for a lot of people and a lot of people I know get hesitant to talk about it, but, you know, I'm going to say that, uh, we're going to go there because I think it's very important, uh, for people to hear, um, what other people are going through, especially with with, you know, with, this type of uh, process and, and, and you know, because IVF is not an easy thing and it's certainly not cheap. And, we'll, you know, we can talk about that another time. But, yeah, so <laughs> you could see how different our lives
0: Well, e- even are. on the flip side, so, okay, I'm, I'm 32 years old. I'm divorced. I got married, so Lori got married at 37. I got married at 24 was married for five years on paper and here I am in my 30s essentially starting over again and you know so yeah I I mean I did everything kind of backwards and and different I had a kid young I got married young divorced young Um, but the difference with me is so I'm 32 my daughter is 18 I'm well I'm in a relationship now that I'm I'm loving and we can talk about what dating after divorce looks like because that that my friends is uh, God <sighs> that people don't talk about that enough. But no. <laughs> but you know, the reality is it's it's wild because I feel like for the first time my life is actually mine and I'm living it for myself. Because, you know, listen, you're a parent until the day you die. So the fact that my daughter is 18 years old does not mean that my parental duties stop and I can just willy-nilly around town. You know, once she is settled and I know everything with her is good, then I can willy-nilly. But, you know, um, whereas Lori kind of got to have her freedom and, and live her life. And, you know, now that she's married, more settled, has some roots. Yeah. Um, you know, you kind of want
1: to build a family and, and try at to least start try. That. At least try. And, you know, it, it's it's kind of crazy where we got married just before the pandemic. And, you know, m- you know, we it, we were pretty much in a long distance relationship for quite a bit until my husband moved in with me. But once, you know, we got married, you know, if like maybe what, like four months later, the pandemic hit and that, you know, being together... Twenty-four-seven, twenty-four-seven in like a thousand square foot apartment um really test you (laughs) it it tests it tests your relationship I'll tell you that um so that was an interesting jerk like that was an interesting uh couple I'd say couple years uh you know getting married and then okay like we're now what now what It's like (laughs) we're we're just together 24 seven thank god I love my husband and I was lucky that it wasn't bad, you know, at all. But it's an adjustment. It, like it, anything it's else. a huge yeah, it, it was a huge adjustment. Um, but now, you know, with, with COVID kind of settling down, I guess, a little bit, um, I mean, he works from home permanently and you know, we go I both of us go in twice a week, so there's a little bit of separation, but who would have known that all of this would have gone down. Yeah, right. And right. then especially like with with you yeah, dating- For sure. So in the middle of a pandemic, so wait, like how does that work?
0: So so wait, let's <laughs> let's just get into it. Like we keep saying, we'll save that for another time. We'll save that for another time. Let's go, we're here now. Yeah. Episode one, folks, here we go. I told you to buckle up. I hope you still have your seatbelt on and you're buckle still- Buckle that shit up. <laughs> here we go. I, I, I hope you're still with us. So, okay. Got married at 24 years old. At 29, I was pretty much divorced and finding myself really uh, not in a good place. Um, you know, nobody gets married to get divorced. And you know, uh, even though, like I said before, my uh, my parents—I think I said it before—my parents are deceased. Yes. Um, you know, uh, no one in my family has ever been divorced. So. You know, that, that's certainly not a title that I, I wanted to carry and, and spearhead. But it is what it is. And listen, I'm, I'm not here to talk shit about my ex because we'll be here. all we'll the here all freaking day. Yeah, all the live long day. <laughs> but, you know, listen, I got married young and for the right reasons. And I believe my ex-husband did too. And I just think things happen. You know, do I think we were too young? Yes and no. Looking back, I'd say yes. But at the time, it just fit. And as much as I'd like to say that I regret it, I don't. I grew as a person. I got to know myself. Thinking back, there are things that break my heart that I settled for. Um, people like to throw out the words narcissistic and you know, megalomaniac and, and, and psychopath. Um, and I think when you're living in a toxic relationship, especially when you're married, you wanna make it work and and obviously you marry someone because you love them and i think you want to overlook certain things and you know when i decided that i was at the end of my rope and i I couldn't take uh what was going on in my marriage any further and i i filed for divorce it was the worst day of my life um not necessarily because we were happy or that i had seen him but you know it was just wow, I, I, I can't believe that this is what I'm doing and I've only been married for five years. This was supposed to be a lifetime. Yeah. And, you know, I think you fall in love with the fantasy, with the Disney of it all, with Happily Ever After. And actually, Lori was, because we worked together, she saw me every day, all day, the highs, the lows. Yep.
1: I saw I saw Erica at her rock bottom at her worst yeah at her worst and
0: and it's real life you know when i was going through my divorce i was really very open about it because speaking about taboo topics like nobody wants to talk about that and i feel like there's such a stigma especially i was divorced under the age of 30 i wasn't married for a very long time and you know, I don't really want to go into it too much right now. But the reason for my divorce was pretty salacious. You know, it wasn't just irreconcilable differences. It was, you know... You love that word, salacious. It is. It's a great, it's a, it's a great <laughs> word. But, you know, it, it was very seedy. You know, it wasn't just we woke up one day and decided to go our separate ways. Um, well, I guess he did, but there, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot more to that. Yeah. But... More to come, but... More to come. But, you know, uh, now, okay, so I, I got divorced... Well, actually, so I was legally divorced November, 2019. Right
1: before the pandemic Yeah, If
0: if I didn't file when I did, I would still be married on paper just because I started a trend and a lot of people, (laughs) they got divorced during COVID because they just realized I I just don't like this person. Or, or, you know, uh, when you were able to get up and go to work and then come home, you kind of had a separation when you're with someone 24 seven, it really shows who you are so you and Phil's testament like the fact that you started a new marriage and you guys were literally together 24 7 I that that's uh, kudos yeah kudos to you guys yeah. so yeah. you know for me looking back you know hindsight's twenty twenty. you know going through the divorce was probably one of the hardest times of my life and I had a child at 14 I buried my parents at 19 and to say that a divorce was one of the worst things I've been through I, I do not say that lightly but I mean that with my whole heart i look back now and i'm so thankful for it that i didn't end up stuck in a relationship that didn't serve me that didn't serve my heart and um yeah like Lori said trying to, the pandemic was the best thing that ever happened to me Ugh. literally honestly and you know uh,
1: and, and you know a lot of people say you know different things about the pandemic and you know, a lot of divorces came about through that time. A lot of babies came a through. A lot of babies <laughs> came through that time, but I feel like it. It, you could make it into a positive scenario too, because I feel like for you, it really made you think. Stop, like stop and like take a step back and like think about okay, like what do I really want yeah. now? It,
0: it was a lot of self-discovery. You know, a divorce is very much like a death. You know, I feel like there's a lot of Bargaining, reasoning, anger, sadness—you um, replay situations in your head over and over and over again. What could have done? What could have been done differently? Or what was actually happening when you tell yourself a story to make yourself go to sleep at night, or just so you can cope? I am somebody that's a very go-go-go type of person, mo- very monkey-brained. Um, I always have to be busy or have something to look forward to. It's just how I'm wired. And in the pandemic. Everything stopped. I I didn't have a distraction. I had to sit there with my thoughts and feel the feels. um, anger, sadness, let everything flow. But then, you know, as much as I can zone in about him and my ex and the relationship, I really got to focus on myself. And who's Erica? right Mm -hmm. beyond the mom the wife the ex-wife the employee the friend the daughter like great I I am all those things and I wear all those hats proudly who the hell is Erica you know and at 30 years old I didn't know the answer to that question I literally you know was look in the mirror and I'm like what well here we are (laughs) like what's next and then you know I, I put my toe in the dating pond and for some wild reason, I thought dating in my 30s would be a hell of a lot easier because I figured people would have gotten a lot of shit out of their systems. And um, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. uh, people, you know, listen, people want different things. Some people just want a flavor of the week. Some people want non-commitment uh, type relationships. Some people really don't know what they want. And nobody is wrong for any of that. No. But I think I, I crave... Uh, I'm not somebody that can be intimate with just anybody. I crave commitment. I crave communication. And with every date that I went on, um, and honestly, I didn't go on any terrible dates. I don't think any of the guys that I went on a date with were bad. They weren't for me or we were looking for different things. And and to that, you can't blame anybody. But with every failed date, I realized more and more what I wanted and what I didn't want. Because when I had first gone out into the dating pool, it was, I want the anti- version of my ex of course I want the anti version but but what do I want Mm -hmm. and I couldn't answer that question Mm -hmm. you know
1: it's funny so while you were going through that all that during the pandemic so I've been overweight my weight has been a yo-yo my entire life Um, my husband and I both lost uh, I lost 40 pounds my husband lost 35 pounds Uh, for the wedding so i looked halfway decent in a wedding dress (laughs) you look beautiful oh thank you but you know it, it took a lot of work um and then once the pandemic hit i in that respect not only was i with my husband 24 7 i kind of lost who i like where i was in like my my journey with my weight because the gym my my personal training had to stop your routine like my whole well I mean like I mean everybody's routine stopped right but like when when this happened I was like oh my god like what like what do I do yeah um how do I continue my journey and I got very depressed um and I gained you know the pandemic 15 like uh, like most people did for sure um and in between this, you know, we've, you know, I've been going through um, a lot of fertility uh, issues. So um, we, you know, I did a few. You started um, with IUI. I started the IUIs. I did about four IUIs that were un- unsuccessful. Um, I changed practices, and uh, we decided. I, you know, I, I didn't even really want to go through IVF. Um, I was kind of like, I don't know if I, if I can deal with this mentally and emotionally, and and even physically um but you know what like to to my husband and I it, it felt it we needed to try uh so for no regrets so we you know we switched practices um i did another so i've done two egg retrievals one with the old practice one with the new practice um we did a transfer i think it was back last year i'd say like over the i want to say in the fall um and it didn't work um so now we have one embryo left. So one embryo left. I am eight pounds or eight and a half pounds for my wedding weight. The journey now that I need to do is just get my shit together, which means my my weight needs to get down. Um I recently I recently got surgery a couple of weeks ago. They removed some fibroids that would have affected getting pregnant. Um so I'm still recovering from that. Um, that's not an easy surgery. Um, I never had surgery before, so I don't, I, I, I really nothing have, to compare I have to. nothing to compare it to, yeah, but it definitely sure. like was not, uh, wasn't fun, I'll tell you that. Um, I'm still healing, um, but now, you know, since I've got the surgery, my uterus now has to heal for six months until as, at, at the earliest for us to do this final transfer. Um, Being a woman is is not all cracked up. No, it it's is definitely not. Difficult so for sure. So, so that's like what I'm going through. So I need to get my shit together in terms of losing the weight. Right. To get as fit as I possibly can, because with fertility, it's all about numbers to get my A1C down. I mean, my A1C is is seven in in the, in the real world it, it's fine but well, in the fertility world it's definitely not yeah well what, what you need to, where you need to be well speaking of your a1c yeah. so you know
0: speaking of health fitness weight and all that like a big big key word is like ozempic
1: oh yeah and, ozempic
0: yep and you know how many celebrities and and people that just want to lose weight are going on it, but there's a real need. It's a diabetes drug. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you're actually
1: on it, but for the right reasons. For the right reasons. I'm actually uh, the perfect candidate for it. I hate to call myself diabetic because in fertility world, I'm diabetic. In the real world, I'm like, I'm definitely pre, but I I really, maybe I'm in denial, I don't know. But I, I don't really want to consider that because I really do feel like once I keep losing the weight and and watching what I eat, I feel like it will go down. But since we have limited time to get my numbers down. Um, and age against it, you and like, age is against me i will be 40 i'll be 41 in april so yeah. you know you're definitely fighting against the clock we're, exactly so i'm hoping ozempic will do its justice on top of what i'm doing now which is hard work you're not in lieu of hard work you're still no, putting in exactly exactly um, i want everybody to know that i'm not just depending on this i was very skeptical actually about going on injections um especially with ivf if you know about It's all injections and I just it's it's a lot. Um, But if you know, I'm willing to do whatever I need to do to get into that um, into that place where, you know, once we do this final transfer, there'll be no regrets at all. Um, So basically, that's that's what I've been been dealing with as far as the, you know my journey goes yeah. and how we're dealing with that and you know every episode that we do um we will you know up i'll update you and uh, erica will update herself with with what's going on with her yeah. and um you know it um it'll be good and uh hopefully down the road we'll get some people on here yeah uh, and discuss Experts. things that are important yeah um, for you know, for uh, health and, and whatever else.
0: Where Lori and I are coming from is a little bit more opinion based and obviously our opinions are derived from our experiences. So our hope is to maybe get like a personal trainer or like a banker or someone that we consider top of their league mm-hmm. knowledge wise. So yeah, everybody has an opinion and that's great, that's fine and it, your opinion is not wrong. But to have somebody that, like, studies this and is an expert, it's kind of cool just to kind of open that conversation. And, like, pick
1: their brain, too, and yeah. just see, like, where they're, you know, where they're at, where they're coming from. What are from. misconceptions. Yes.
0: You know. Like, the myths and the facts. and For sure. Yeah. So, you know, to round it about, so that was Lori's pandemic, and now that we're semi out of it or whatever whatever, want whatever, to call whatever we call this well, yeah, you know this I, I feel like there was like a pre-9 11 world and a post-9 11 world and i feel like with covid there's pre and like we will never go back to the world that was, was prior to covid and i don't know if that's a good thing or bad things I, you know but so what i did want to talk about is just rounding back out that thought of the journey of being still So in the pandemic, Lori didn't really have that luxury because she had goals and she was constantly putting herself through um, different doctor's appointments and putting her body through different hormones and just, you know, they have a goal in mind, which is a baby. My goal throughout the pandemic was healing and getting myself to a point that I wouldn't bleed on someone that didn't cut me so I can be a good partner for somebody else. Um, I do believe in relationships and I don't just mean romantic. I do not believe relationships of any kind are 50-50. I think you need to be 100-100. Absolutely. Um, My responsibility is not to make you whole. Your responsibility is not to make me whole. Listen, there are some days I am a solid one. (laughs) You know, like, we all have bad days. We both, you know, people roll out of bed on the wrong side. You can't be 100-100 every day. But the point is, you have to be fulfilled and happy and have joy and not have your well-being be contingent on anything or anyone else and i think that takes a lot of mental toughness and just acceptance of not everybody is a size zero and a hundred pounds not everybody makes six figures not everybody lives in the home or the place that they want to be in but
1: it's it's finding contentment with where you are and and how you react to that and how you handle it right uh, how you hold yourself. Right, right. Um, like, you might day. not be where you want to be, but you're better than you were. Or and, and we're hoping we were better than we were yesterday. Correct. And, and that's pretty much... Um, I feel like that's how life is, right? I yeah. I mean, if, if life was easy, I feel like we'd all get it right. Yeah. Um, we all have our struggles. Um, and, and,
0: you know, I, I think the biggest thing, too, is comparison is the thief of joy. You know, like, when... Especially in the age of like Facebook and, and Instagram and, and TikTok, TikTok and yeah. everything looks so perfect, and you have you know sixty year olds that do not have a single uh, wrinkle or crow's feet, and you know I'm thirty two and I see some gray hairs, and I, I have eleven. I got
1: gray all around my hairline. I right. Got, I got I got like lines on my forehead. I mean I mean this this is real. Yeah. I mean, or
0: or you see people in pictures that look so happy and yet you know, hate each other. I think that we live in a society of happy pictures and very, very sad people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's because we're all at one point or another in some aspect of our lives putting on a front because everyone's trying to keep up with the Joneses. Meanwhile, the Joneses don't exist. The Joneses don't give a shit about you. Nope. And I think the sooner we all realize that, the better. So, you know, when I was going through my healing journey and going on these dates, there was a lot of What's wrong with me? And so many people I know that are in relationships or finding success in dating and I'm just, or people that I know that were divorced, that were divorced for a shorter amount of time than me, that were getting engaged and, again, like, super happy for them and everyone's on a different timeline. But I'm like, what is wrong with me? And, you know, I just think it's, it's meeting your person. Like, I was on the apps and then I was off the apps and on the apps and off the apps. And, you know, uh, a couple months ago, I decided to delete the apps I was kind of over it I just kept saying my future husband is probably either unhappily married or wandering in the bread aisle at the supermarket (laughs) just just begging for me to run into him because (laughs) um if you know me then you know I'm vertically challenged and I can't reach the top shelf of anything so I was like yeah like that that's I'm not meeting my future husband or partner or whatever on an app and um actually one of my really uh A good guy friend of mine um, introduced me and the guy I'm I'm seeing, my boyfriend, which is still weird to say, boyfriend, like... I know, I need to get used to it. Boyfriend. I'm so used to husband. I'm so used to husband, or quite honestly, over the past couple of years, I've just been used to being a a me and an I and single, and now I'm a we, and that's so weird. Um, But it's exciting. It's so exciting, and, you know, definitely want to keep his discretion, you know, because he didn't sign up for this, but, you know, um, the guy I'm seeing... I manifested it is divorce you know he was happily he was unhappily (laughs) married whatever he's he's divorced and he has a little girl so we're both kind of going into this as people that are divorced that are young in divorce that have children although he has a beautiful three-year-old and I have a beautiful 18 year old you know it's different you're you're, we get each other but yet we're still coming from different lives Mm -hmm. and you know I, I I think when you are on the same page with someone and you've been through some shit you just appreciate I think time and people more because once you've come from a failed relationship you you realize that not every relationship is what it is Mm -hmm. and then to have someone that you can kind of share and be raw real and and Listen, we were both married before, so we don't have to beat around the bush. We don't have to get stuck in the past. We both have past. We both have
1: quote unquote baggage, but You've been you've been you've been in this rodeo, like both yeah. of you. So it's like you, you guys kinda know. You kind of know what you're looking for we now. We know what we want, we know exactly. what we don't want. Exactly. There's no reason to beat around the bush and, you know, the one thing I could
0: say about baggage is we all have it, whether yep. you're divorced, whether you're single, whether married,
1: d- it doesn't matter. It doesn't
0: matter kids, no kids, no job, discrimination, no job.
1: Baggage is everywhere. Yes. We all have it.
0: But bag and, and let this be something that sinks in. Baggage is only heavy if you carry it. Yes.
1: Yes.
0: Right. Yes. Think about it. We all have shit that has formed us. Whether for me, um, losing my parents young and or, or being divorced, or you, you know, just finding yourself in a world that you don't know if you fit in. Meaning, I
1: live in the suburbs and I'm from the hood, and like, do I really fit in? Is Long Island really my home? And then while you're married and getting divorced, I've I just got married right. three years right. ago. Our, and our, our stories are so different. It's so different, but. I... I mean, that, I mean, that's what makes us like best friends is because we can appreciate the, the different journeys. And... Yeah. and you don't have to understand somebody
0: else's um, journey to be a part of it. Um, I feel like we all, if we don't understand something, people are really quick to dismiss it. And I, or, to, or to judge Or to judge, correct and, mm-hmm. and, and, and really that's the whole point of this podcast Like, you know, episode one um, If you're still here at uh, 30 minutes and 21 seconds <laughs> Thank you <laughs> I, I know this has been a little bit of rambling And a little bit of like, wow But we just kind of wanted to be there And, and kind of show our hearts with you guys Because we're going to go there and, and our What we can promise is that our episodes Will definitely be more tailored and streamlined Into whatever topic that we're going to be discussing that day But This is our background. This is where we're coming from. Yes. These Uh, are the lenses that we choose to see the world based on the experiences that we had. But we are open to your point of view and and whoever comes on our podcast and
1: and have a discussion and and really go there. And ask questions and and don't be afraid to share your your darkest fears or your stories uh, because we want to hear that. We want to hear from you. We want to know what's going on. And if there's any way that we can help.
0: Whether or just it's, make you
1: feel less alone. Yeah, or less alone, right. Just just to make you feel like, you know, you, you, are, you aren't the only person going through this. And that's why when we name this podcast and we say that, of course, you know, it's also we're going to hopefully be a little bit lighter in, in other episodes <laughs> and things like that. Because we definitely have a silly side. Um, I know we haven't really showed it as much on this episode, but believe me, we, there will be because I have a bunch of crazy ideas that i want I wanna try um, <laughs> and, and do on this. but um just so you know that you know, we want to go the silly route, we want to go the serious route, and we want everybody to know that we are there for you and um, it's a safe space. It's a safe space, and we're listening to you just as much as you're listening to us. yeah, so but we are definitely not one dimensional. Um, definitely not you, this,
0: <laughs> you see nothing yet yeah you ever hear the uh the saying there are certain people you don't put on speakerphone this might be one of the podcasts that you listen to by
1: yourself or like or with friends or or i don't know like if you're drinking or if you're yeah. just or if you're sad not safe for work maybe yeah. but
0: you know we'll, we'll definitely try to put a disclaimer on that so uh we don't get anybody in trouble yes But yeah, this is, this is our first rodeo. I'm going to be very honest. We do not know what we're doing, but we're, we're doing it and we're, we're doing something
1: out of our comfort zone. Yes. And we hope that you enjoy the ride. And thank you so much for listening. And we look forward to doing this again with you very, very soon. All right, guys. Did we say that?
0: yeah we did (laughs) (laughs) until next time
1: guys peace out make good choices definitely make good choices love frickin' frack we'll have your back